Today is May 26th. Memorial Day weekend is over. Baseball may be coming back soon. You guys left some voicemails. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks special Memorial Day weekend episode. Jake is in South Carolina. I am in New Jersey, and BBD is where he always is in New Jersey at his house. Didn't go anywhere for Memorial Day weekend. What a loser. Wow. Early shots fired at producer BBD. Uh, Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. I hope baseball's coming back soon. I'm sitting at my father's desk where he's been working Mm. during quarantine time. So, you know, kind of like king of the castle right now. Feel pretty good about that. Jake, how's uh, South Carolina? How's your trip going? Jim. 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 Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I'm doing well, man. Um, It's good to get out, out of the city. I currently have a little bit of a daunting task coming up because we got to drive back tomorrow as we record. So, you know, my my decisions in the next few hours are going to, like, dictate my next 48 hours. You know, if I if I decline, you know, the the late night whiskey drink, if I um, you know, how how do I do it tonight's dinner? What time do I get to bed? Do I sleep well? Uh, Because we're hitting the road at like 6 a.m. tomorrow getting back to the city, but it's been good, man. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, a, we're in a house. If we were just in the house, we'd be having a blast like noodles running up and down flights of stairs and stuff. He's having a good old time, but they're also like, uh, basically right on a lake. So we've been going out on a boat, you know, having, having adult bevies every night and, uh, seeing our parents, which, which is nice. And I think it's, you know, the only thing that's bizarre is like we uh, since we've been down here, we went out once to go to like a gas station to get gas and beers. And uh, it was just bizarre because, you know, and Jim, I know you and I have peacocked on this pretty hard and sorry to to crap on you again, BBD. But like if you haven't been living in the city for what's been going on during this, like eat bugs man and i i think there's some good irony in that too because you and i started out as transplanted yankee fans and now we are in the teeth of some shit man so being out here is uh it's a whole new world hashtag aladdin it's crazy the difference in the seriousness of how people are handling it as well yeah which maybe is good like my section of harlem that i live in probably 95 percent masks at all times walking around went to pick up a pizza down here people were being so flippant with the mask life yeah and i don't know what to do anymore what to believe or if i even care about anything but yeah if you haven't been quarantined if you haven't been 
quarantining in the city, you haven't really been quarantining. You've just been kind of staying home, living my ideal life. We're such city snobs now, bro. It's true. You see this baseball I got in my hand? Yeah, dude, that looks like a fresh ball. I'm pretty, pretty jealous. Is that from spring training? When's that from? No, no, I'm pretty sure Nick Swisher threw this into the crowd at Fenway, and my brother caught it, his warm-up ball at first base. Nice. Or something like that. Yep, yep, pretty cool. Nick Swisher touched this ball, and then I did, and then, you know, it's on a display in my dad's office here. Anyway, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by our good friends over at Coverage Gear. We've talked about them before. The hat I'm wearing right now, it's got a baseball on it. They're, that's from CoverageGear.com. They got a bunch of hats. I actually just looked around my dad's office and saw that he has a coverage gear hat in here as well. So now I'm wearing two coverage gear hats at once. Two hats. The All Rise hat. They got every sport, every team, different hats. I like them. They're simple, understated, just a player's number, All Rise, DJLM, you know, stuff like that. They do have the baseball hat. I believe, not to tip my own cap, but I will, they renamed this hat the John Boy hat. Because I always wear it in my videos and people go there and they search, they would search John Boy hat. They didn't know what it was. It was called like baseball cap. Baseball. Which is so generic because they're all baseball caps, you know? So like it was hard to find. So the people at Coverage Gear just named it after me. So I've got a hat named after me. Um, It's the most basic dumb hat in the world. Quite literally a baseball on a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they are bringing this show to you this week. And go to coveragegear.com. Do we have a discount code, BBD? Is it John Boy? I think it's John Boy. 20%. Right. 20% off or your entire order free. I'm yeah, not. We forget. I don't know. what. Just try it out. Put stuff in the cart. Hit buy and one of them might work. Uh, Get a bunch of stuff stuff. you like in the cart, like stuff that you're like, yeah, I would buy this right now if it was 20% if it was off. Percent off. Maybe oh. it's free. Maybe it's all free. And just yeah. click the buttons until you get to, like, your credit card stuff. And if it is free, like, awesome. But if it's still 20% off, you just get it. For yep. transparency's sake, it's promo code JOHNBOY, 20% discount code. Okay. David. Okay, so. Trying um, to run a business here. It still might be all free. Just Dude, check so, it out. So we got a couple things before we get to voicemails. First, I want to tidy up on Coroni, And this is. Dude, so I'm I'm babyface, and I get that. Um, but, you know, we're we're guests down here, so it's me and my mom. So we did, like, the sneak out. Um, you know, we brought bought some drinks because we felt bad that we were getting treated like guests because that's my mom's knee-jerk reaction that she's passed down to me, um, which is good. But it's also, like, too knee-jerky. It's, like, got to do something. So, anyways, uh, dude, we go get, like, two 12-packs of beer, and I'm with my mom, and she goes, like, we bring it up to the register and they've got the fence up or whatever. And she goes, mm-hmm. Oh, can I see your ID? And so I like held it up and was like, Here, okay. Like I'm with my mom anyways. Like really, we're doing this. And then she like grabbed it. She had to grab it and look at it. And dude, in New York, that's like a sin of all sins right now. Um, so yeah, just had to get that off my chest. TBH. Are you more upset that she touched your ID with her hands or that you're 30 and still like get carded that hard? I'm used to that. I'm used to that. I mean, no okay. facial hair, don't look great in general, but um yeah. So so there's that. And then um I don't know. I feel like we need to do a little just tell tell people the timing of everything if they have been keeping tabs or if they haven't been keeping tabs, but in in the baseball realm, we have a pretty big week coming up. 
Yeah, they changed their decision. Look at this backdrop my dad has. That's nice. Baseball art. I mean, that's baseball right there. Are you still holding anyway, a baseball? Because you were holding a baseball, wearing a baseball hat with baseball art behind you. Hey, BBD, can you take which, a screenshot of this and just be like, yeah. is this, does, does this dude baseball? And then I'll be like, no, but he talks about it. Do you, Does he like baseball? Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. So baseball. Okay. Did you get the screenshot? Awesome. Yeah, so uh, MLB redid their proposal, and they offered a new uh, money plan. They said, okay, fine. We don't have to do the 50-50 revenue split, which, uh, yeah, which which almost confirms that they only did that as part of that win the PR battle, make the players right. look bad because they said no first, which is what Trevor Plouffe told us, and, and he told us on Talking Baseball, be ready for this. The league is going to offer something they know the players will say no to just to make the players look like the bad guys initially. And uh, they did that, and they immediately said, okay, fine, we, we, fine, you got us. We don't care about the 50-50 revenue split. We knew, you'd, you, we knew you wouldn't like that. So if you remember, it was a non-starter. So the league yes. knew it was a non-starter. They didn't care. They came back, and supposedly uh, the leaked information is that the new plan is deferred money which is something that we've been, you know, Jeff Passan wrote it in his article, but ever since he wrote it in that article, Jake and I and, and Trevor on Talking Baseball have been like hard pressed. Like that seems like the only solution. Made if sense. They're not, if they're not. So I, I'm interested in the nitty gritty details, which I'm sure the casual fan isn't, but is it deferred for everyone? If you only make, you know, Less than a million in a year, do you get paid in full? Because clearly you you may need it or, or you, your lifestyle may depend on it. And I'm sick of shaming people for living within their means. If you make 500 grand a year and you have that guaranteed for you for the next five years, spend your money, enjoy it, and, and live within your means. And if, you know, a pandemic comes and fucks that over, that sucks for everyone. I'm, I'm sick of people shaming these people for living for buying stuff they can afford. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's so many moving parts and it's, you know, baseball players only have a tight window to play. I think average MLB career is three years. So, I mean, yeah, it's still, you know, a really good chunk of change, but you know, a lot of people listening right now are probably going to make, you know, uh, more than that amount of money in their lifetime. And, you know, baseball players obviously have a lifetime, but um, yeah. And the, the deferred money makes sense. Uh, it's made sense to us from the start. Uh, it'll be interesting because I feel like that article that came out also hinted that the players may budge a little bit on uh, on doing the revenue share, which we, we kind of heard a no on. It'll be interesting to see what the offer is. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how ugly this week gets because they're, uh, you know, this keeps going back. I, I like relating it to a, a movie or a documentary where someone steps up at the end and they either yell at the dumb ruler to get out of the room and they make good decisions or, you know, the bad ruler wins and his conniving ways, uh, you know, work out and everything goes to shit. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see who steps up. We'll see how the players react fully to this first offer. I think tomorrow or while you're listening to this, you may know. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how ugly it gets. And I, I think Passany came out with another article, which is, you know, a, a good read if you're looking to get caught up pretty quickly. He's getting a little too cute for me, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, and, you know, our guy Jack Flaherty kind of piped back at him. But at the same time, like, Jeff Passan's writing an article about CBA agreements. He's just you're trying, right. to, you're he's right. trying to liven right. it up a little bit, so I get it. But it's also fair that Jack is like, hey, man, like this is my livelihood. Could we not make little jokes about it? it so uh it'll be interesting to see how the next week goes and i think something that's interesting that again in my movie scene that i'm creating about this uh they technically don't have a deadline june 1st has been the fake deadline um and it can either be a really good thing or a really bad thing like it could be you know if june 1st was the hard set deadline like maybe they crunch these numbers get it done and go or if all if they have 90 percent of the details done by june 1st you know, they can still have two days to get it done by June 3rd, but it's one of these, you know, flip a coin and who knows. Uh, hopefully you hear a lot it, of good news in the next it week. Also, this, this is kind of it. Yeah, it's also th- they told their players June 10th be ready. So, you know, if, if it goes to the wire, yeah. then they're ready. You know what I mean? Like this, the, the hard deadline's really June 10th, I guess, because I think that's what the proposal is. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident they're going to get it done. Like you said, I think it's going to be that classic movie scene where, you know, someone stands up and bangs the table. If you're not helping, you're hurting. You're either with us or against us. We're looking for solutions, not problems. All those cliches. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it was A.J. Pruszynski who did that, but he's right. Like, listen, I know we hate this guy, but he's right. It's going to be that type of scene. Guess what, Carl, Liam, and Alec? I don't care if you have to sell your goddamn team. We're getting this deal done to save baseball. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think Alec Trebek was an owner in that situation, which would be neat if nothing else. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, Dude, I'm just looking around my dad's office. There was a box outside the window because that's where the recycling is, and the box was labeled baseball, gloves, balls. (laughs) baseball family yeah if i open up that cabinet right there i guarantee there's something baseball in there guaranteed guaranteed go check it out okay Uh uh-oh looks like it's not there we got 72 envelopes 72 envelopes some nuts oh my god so many pens wow pen fest the hell is that almost, almost That's creepy. I don't like that. An unbelievable amount of big pens. It's almost as most pens you could fit in a big Ziploc bag. (laughs) Don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot, a lot of pens. And the the final thing before we lead us into voicemails, and again, it just shows how weird weird and how forgotten things are um you know someone was reminiscing that the yankees signed garrett cole i'm sure a couple people might remember that um but i forgot they uh (laughs) because they signed cole excuse me uh they dfa'd chance adams and i i just totally forgot about that just completely forgot all right the uh the uh the 19th the remembering the yankees throughout the decade magazine was in that cabinet nice so we did find something baseball. Nailed it. As long with a weird amount of pens. Yeah, Chance Adams. I mean, he's a royal legend right now. Royal right? star. Royal star. Yeah. Let's get into the voicemails. The first voicemail is brought to you by Jake Storielli. Follow him on Twitter at Talking Jake underscore. Wow. 
I wouldn't, but. What's up, boys? Reggie from New Hampshire. Just wanted to call and ask what you guys think they're going to do if there's a season in 2020, what they're going to do with the All-Star break and the Players' Weekend. I think there's a possibility we might not get it at all or that they alter it in some kind of way. Just curious to hear your thoughts. Go Yanks! Thank you for calling in. I think it's a hard no on the All-Star game. It just seems like such a, a, a nonsensical thing to worry about. I think it's so easy to be like, scratch that. Uh, sorry, San Diego. That blows for you. We'll catch you in like 10 years and give you another one later on. Players weekend is interesting because, sure, do it. But the only thing is, Jake, if they do like home and away like last year, like one team's wearing all white and the other team's wearing all black, the schedules are different now. So what if their jerseys were already in production and now you have like two teams wearing their home jerseys? It would be fine if it was Players Weekend of 2018-17. But if it's Players Weekend of 2019, just black and white again, you might have like two teams out there just all wearing the white painters outfits. Yeah, I think I think for the All-Star Weekend, it'll be interesting. They, I think it was going to be in L.A., but I, I still like us telling the Padres that they'll get it in 10 years. I'd like to put that. Oh, uh, the Dodgers had it? I think so. I'd, I'd still like to put it on the map for the Padres. Hey, if you're thinking about it, we'll give it to you in 10 years. Um, but you know what? It was because the bachelor party we were going to go to was in San Diego, and it was right up. after the – yeah, 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 that's yeah. why. Um, so it congrats to San Diego and L.A. on your upcoming All-Star Games. Um, yeah, and it, you know I've kind of been on this for a while. It'd be interesting to see if they do. We got a glove in Jim's room. We got a glove in the office. <laughs> the um, other cabinet had a glove in it. It's baseball lifestyle. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting to see if they try to do something fun with it. You you know I've kind of been an advocate of trying to push the All-Star game after the season. I, I think you might get some more participation there. Um, it, 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 they also may not care about it all, and that's fine. Um, maybe they'll just award All-Stars at the end of the year. Maybe they won't do it. I don't know. Um, End of the season would be cool. Then it'd be like actual worthwhile. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think people would, you know, if a pitcher just has one more inning 10 their season, that makes it a lot easier than asking them to do it midseason, I think. But um, we'll we'll see if they try to do that. Players weekend, I'm going to be completely honest. I could give a shit less. Um, and this is peeling back the curtain a little bit. I mean, we are clearly we've we've kind of turned this small talking Yanks thing into like a business and a company and people work for us. And if baseball comes back, it kind of changes the trajectory of our business and our life. So I don't really give a shit about the players weekend jerseys. And I think that's fair. Yeah, it's good. I mean, listen, I think players weekend is good for the game moving forward. I think they did an awful job on the white jerseys last year and they've done some clear mistakes, but I think the concept and the idea about players weekend is good for the growth of the game long-term, and it gives the younger fans something to be excited about. For this current season, don't give a shit. How hilarious would it be if the, the players were slamming the table at negotiation saying, hey, you better give us goddamn Players Weekend this year. Yeah. No Players Weekend? We're out. Uh, we'll, I, I, No Players Weekend? We'll see you in three years, assholes. Out the room. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And MLB is like, every weekend's about you guys. You know, like, hey, why can't every day be Mother's Day? And it's right. like, you know, 
Stuff like that. Every day is Mother's Day, though. They should do, like, shortstop weekend. Okay. You know, and then, like, left field weekend. Sure. First, like, you know, first baseman's day. Or just a day. First baseman's day. Bullpen weekend. First baseman's day is awesome. You just, like, sell, like, that guy, whoever gets to start at first, gets everyone in the crowd, like, you're going to cheer for him more. Every put out, every at bat, you're just going to pay your respects. First baseman's day. It'll be like, remember when that crew from London was at an Orioles game and they were just going nuts for the left fielder? I think it was Santander. 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just go every time the first baseman catches the ball, the stadium just erupts. Bump, 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 bump. Good song. Yeah, they should have a first baseman's day. That'd be awesome. All right. Next. Hey, John Boy. Hey, Jake. Uh, love you guys. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, I was wondering, man, where you guys land on this. I Everyone thinks this is a hot take, but I've thought this for a while now. Is I constantly see on SportsCenter everyone talking about Big Poppy just walking into the Hall of Fame, guaranteed first ballot. And I got to be honest, I don't get it. And I'm not trying to be a Yankee homer, but if you look at the steroid era, the dude who hit less home runs than pretty much everyone in the steroid era, he was on the Mitchell Report just as just the same as everyone else, yet he doesn't seem to get the scrutiny because he said, I'm going to get to the bottom of this, and then never did. And he can't play a defensive position to save his life. So I know he's a Boston legend, but um, otherwise I don't get it. I don't think that's good enough to get him in the hall. So just wondering, all my friends don't agree with me on this. I'm wondering where you guys land on this because it just freaks me out. Anyways. Love the podcast, guys. Good luck. Go Yanks. Um, holy smokes. David Ortiz numbers are insane. I've never been on his baseball reference page. Thank you for calling in. It's, uh, it's last year is de- one of his best seasons, which is nuts. Dude, uh, from 2002 to 2016, which no one knows how to do the math there and how many years that is, right. but I think it's 14 or 15. I think it's 15 because you count one of them. He averaged, averaged over 15 seasons, if my math's correct, a 146 OPS plus. Average, guys. Not accumulate. Like, he fucking averaged a 146 OPS plus. Is 46% better than the average baseball player. On average, over 15 seasons with a 384 on base percentage and an average of a 950 OPS. So I know we're Yankee fans and all that shit, um, but those stats are unreal. He does have the DH thing going against him. I don't think we've cracked that case. Like they kind of cracked the. Did they crack the DH thing? Like, you know, they just cracked the Colorado thing with Helton. Yeah, I mean, Ed- Edgar, Edgar got in. Um, but I still don't think like the DH thing is cracked and that's, uh, I guess that's, what's going to be the interesting thing for Poppy. Like if he and, is and first steroids ballot, also isn't cracked. Yeah. If, if he is first ballot, I think that takes down the DH thing. I'd have to review the whole steroids thing. Cause again, Poppy never really got crushed for that. So I don't know if he was mentioned as a throwaway or whatever happened in that whole thing. I, I would have to review it. Um, Edgar's Edgar's best. Whoa, Edgar's best 15 years, maybe 14, are better than the poppy numbers I just gave you. 
Yeah, I mean, Ed, Ed, Edgar could hit with the best of them, and he did it for, I think, a little longer than Poppy. Um, no, um, I don't think so. Pop, Poppy, Poppy didn't figure it out until he was 28. Um, yeah, but or, so Ed, Edgar's best stretch of, of plus years. Yeah, yeah. So Edgar, Edgar's stretch is from 1990 to 2013, which is 14 years, and Poppy's was 15 years. Uh, but but Edgar's numbers are better. One one forty six OPS for Poppy, one fifty three for Edgar, um, and the batting app, the slash line. Edgar just blows him out of the water with the slash line, the average slash line. Um, good job, Edgar, Hall of Famer. So I don't know. I for easy first ballot. If that's the question, no, he's not an easy first ballot. He's got steroids going against him, and uh, he doesn't have any arms in the field. And that goes against him. But I think, like, are the numbers he put up Hall of Fame worthy? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the bigger thing here. And that's something I, I'm i on is like, hey, if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. I, I don't really care if you're first ballot or not. Um, and, I mean, Poppy is a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, if you want to be a stickler about the DH stuff, hey, there's an argument to be made there. I mean, the guy literally didn't play half the game, which we value. And, like, someone like Jeter gets penalized for, even though he played the most important position um, and was arguably the best of the past hundred years. But I'm not going to go on that rant again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Poppy, and, and the bigger thing is, like, you know, his he a he was he was incredible i mean he was the biggest threat in the box man i mean a three-time world series champ and carried his teams in the postseason and you know for a lot of those red sox team he was the heart of the lineup he was the scariest guy you could see at the plate him and manny i mean oh my god um so yeah the guy is a hall of famer hitting is more important than defense that's why you just saw mike moustakis get a big contract to play second base remember when that was a thing this offseason so yeah i mean poppy is a hall of famer i would be surprised if he is first ballot i guess that'll be an interesting thing to track when we get there um because he was a dh like you mentioned the steroids thing um like if he was i'm not mad though because man that was a bad dude 15 seasons 146 ops plus average amazing bad dude cool next Hey, just wanted to know, what do you guys think of Jacoby Ellsbury? Do you miss him? Do you hate him? Uh, are you grateful for what he did? Uh, what do you think of Jacoby? Thanks. I don't think about Jacoby Ellsbury at all, but being dead honest. Yeah. You know that scene from Mad Men, it becomes a meme a lot, where uh, I'm blanking on his name. You probably don't know anyway, but the crazy guy tells Don Draper, like, I feel bad for you. And Don Draper responds, I don't think about you at all. Yeah. That's uh, my best friend Reef's riding by the window, so I'm sticking my tongue out on him. That's uh, I don't think about Jacoby Ellsbury. So I'm sure if you were to tell me his story, you could you could tell me a version that I feel really bad for for him, or you could tell me a version where I think fuck you, man, and I don't know where it lands. Like, did his body really quit on him, and he was really trying very 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 hard to get back in baseball, but his body wouldn't let him. 100% that could be the case, and I would feel very, very bad for him because that sucks. Or did he just get some injuries and he's kind of like not into it anymore and just wanted to collect his money and not play anymore? That could also 100% be the case, and I'd be like, oh, man, get out of here. So I could I'd see. Be, I don't know. There's going to be a fun Jacoby Ellsbury, like 30 for 30 short. Like, not obviously not a full 30 for 30, but like a 10-minute a segment. Um, and I'll be interested to watch that, but that's about it. 
Um, because, yeah, you just wonder, because, again, these dudes are wired differently. Po- poke whatever jokes you want at Jacoby Ellsbury, but at you know a certain time he's a top, you know, the 1% athlete in the world and he, you know, made millions of dollars and he's got to have a competitive streak in there as much as we make fun of his, you know, how calm he was and the the batter's interferences and all that stuff. I just wonder, you know, we've we've gotten to interact with a lot of athletes now and I think, you know, uh, Trevor Plouffe, who we do a ton of stuff with, he is so comfortable in his post-baseball life. He, you know, he... He doesn't want to go through the grind to keep it going. He, he had what he thought was a nice career for him. He's moved on. I just wonder what Jacoby's like with that. And if he has moved on, did Jacoby Ellsbury feel that way three years ago? Uh, or has it just happened? Or are we going to hear a story about Jacoby Ellsbury trying to make a 50-man roster this year? Because I'm here for that. Jeez, a 50-man roster with Ellsbury. He comes back and plays for the Yanks. Oh, my God. Would love it. That'd be awesome. Is he still getting paid this year? Well, it's all up in dispute, right? Cash Cash shouldn't have cut him. He would have saved half half the contract there. Yeah. We'll have to... Next time we talk to Cashman, we'll have to remind him that he shouldn't have cut Jacoby Ellsbury. Just a friendly reminder. Hey, uh, remember I told you this baseball? Nick Swisher yeah. threw it to my brother or whatever. Here's the picture of when they got it. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. It's a good connect the dot there. I'm sorry, Brian. I know you're listening while you're on the elliptical or you're walking your dog or whatever. So we're just we're just joshing, but you know that. He knows. Knows that. That picture of you with Brian, us with Brian, when... Your teeth are just wind out. Is so funny. they're a little wind out. They're a little wind out. We might, <laughs> we might have to get uh, might have to get Espo or Kyle or one of, one of the editors to kind of whiten up the teeth a little bit moving forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should put that on a shirt. Okay, and just it says "Cold of the Yankees" and it's me, you, and Cash hugging at winter meetings. Cold of the Yankees. That's that's we have, we own all the rights to that. So many rights. What's the next voicemail? Hit hit us. Hit, Fits hit us. in the water bowl. Fits in the water bowl. Add that to Talking Yanks trivia. What's up, guys? Long time, first time. Calling from Tom's River, New Jersey, the proud home of Todd Frazier. Uh, my question is, and with the game season... Do you think it's possible they could go to a four-man rotation because pitchers still would only be getting 15 to 20 starts? So what do you guys think of that? I think this guy might be Al Leiter thinking that way. Uh, They're going to go to a six-man rotation, and guys are going to throw like three to four innings for a while. One one, uh, executive already kind of said that. I forget who it was. One team was like, yeah, we think starters are only going to go three, four innings for a while and maybe six-man rotations and really ease into this thing. Uh, so there's, there's – no. I think it's going to be the if, – if they lean one way, it's going to be more than – more pitchers and, and more people in the mix than, like, less. I'll say this because you're absolutely right. I mean, to start the year, that's absolutely what's going to be happening around the league. Nobody's going to get pushed – 
um, because injuries happen earlier in the year anyways, never mind without a real spring training slash spring training 2.0. So everyone's going to be taking it easy. It will be fun to see, uh, I don't know, a team like the Reds that, you know, this was the year they uh, they built up for. If if they cut it down to a four man rotation just to just to kind of try to make the playoffs if they're in that boat, but yeah, you're uh, I, I like the thinking, but uh, uh, just player risk injuries. No, you know what's cool? What's cool? You know how uh, Arald, Maybe this is bad. You know how Aroldis Chapman always struggles to start the season. They're like he doesn't like the cold. Wait yeah. till the weather ho- warms up, and uh, you know Chapman starts throwing flames with the weather. He's got to be sweaty. Chapman's going to get his wish. No cold pitching. He's going right into the middle of the season. So now it'll be a true test of, huh, maybe he's just a slow starter. The weather doesn't matter. Or it'll be like, yes, it is. It is the cold. Because that's a com- he's a common, like, he needs it to be hotter out for it to pitch better. So we'll and see I how think, that goes. I think Brian Hoke like Coke when I first threw out my theory, like, hey, there's you know a lot of Yankees could win the MVP this year. There could be a lot of fun awards. I think he threw Chapman out there for almost a Cy Young. Like, and think about what you just said. Starting pitchers aren't going to get pushed as hard. Like, what if Chapman puts together a half a season where he has like a point eight ERA? Um, yeah, and that's a uh, God. I hope I can keep dreaming about those fun baseball thoughts. Dream, dream, dream. BBD was the most recent dream you had. Oh, oh! I remember waking up this morning and saying my dream was vivid and I would remember it. Oh and man! I don't at all. Oh, I was, I was like playing basketball. I was on the Nuggets. Okay. Yep. And and then I was traded, but then I had to have a dental procedure. Yeah. Uh, but as a guy who was a fan of me when I was playing for the Nuggets, and he's like. It's, I remember him saying, like, yeah, it stinks, and i got to make you better in time to play against the Nuggets now. It's very weird. That doesn't sound mm. like a dream. That sounds like a deja vu. Yeah, I bit my tongue because I was going to make a very crash joke. Wow. It involved a basketball player, your mouth, and a dental dam. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Next good. voicemail. Next voicemail. Good <laughs> dream. Deja vu. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm from Flatsburg, New York. I'm a Yankees fan from day one. Uh, my first game was when Jeter dove in the stands against the Red Sox. And uh, I just want to say I love your content. Great stuff. Anyway, my question is, um, so with the season, let's just assume it happens. Let's just assume that there's a playoffs. Would you rather the Yankees play the Astros in the playoffs and just sweep them straight up? Or... Would you rather the Astros not make the playoffs at all? Because you know that if they do make the playoffs, then the Astros fans are going to say, oh, well, we made the playoffs anyway. And if the Yankees sweep them, then it's just going to be, oh, well, we still won in 17. I don't. So, you know. Thank you for. The, which would you rather have? Thank you for the call. I don't, I don't know what this says Thanks, about guys. me. Go Yanks. Uh, very, very easy answer for me here, Jake. Is this easy or is this a hard toss up for you? Um, I thought I had the easy answer, but I just had a nice little plot twist in my head. So I'll, I'll let you go. Okay. I'm excited for your plot twist. My easy answer is they don't make the playoffs at all. Like I, 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 that is such an easy answer for me because I hope they don't make the playoffs for the next five years. Yeah. And that's, that turns out to be the right answer, which I didn't have at first. Cause I, I thought it would be more fun that they, the Yankees just go straight double birds down your throat, coal shoves. 
the offense, you know, goes out of the park and they just dominate. Like, that's a lot of fun. But it also is right on your end. Like, if the Astros were to not make the playoffs, like, that 2017 World Series even goes to more shit. The whole franchise looks like a joke. I mean, and then it becomes the punchline forever. It becomes the Michael Jordan got cut from his high school team. It becomes the, you know, the but Astros. I hope, I hope we're saying, and they haven't made the playoffs since. In yeah. 2030. You know, the, fir- the first year after the Astros got caught cheating, they didn't even make the playoffs. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we'd root for that. That's an easy one. Hey, guys. Uh, Mike from New York City. Um, bit of a fun question here for you guys. Uh, so, in honor of the um, the great documentary that is The Last Dance, the closest thing we've had to live sports this whole pandemic, um, if you had to replace Michael Jordan with the, uh, someone from the Yankees, say, in the last 30 years or so, from the, from the 90s on, to do a uh, like a Space Jam baseball version, who do you think it would be? Um, who do, you, who do you think would have the personality and the talent to be even asked to do something like that? So, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Thanks, guys. I, I thought this okay, voicemail was okay, going okay. one way, and okay, I was excited, okay. and then okay, it went okay. – it took a hard left, and I got so unexcited. All right, let's just say our same answer on the count of three. One, two, two three, Chad three, Green. Chad Green. Happy oh birthday. God. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, swag. Um – to make Space Jam, the CC Sabathia uh, slash I don't care. Um, I mean, isn't it? It's Jeter. It's Jeter in a runaway. I mean, Jeter was like the Jordan of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't. I thought I don't they were see. gonna say like who who would be who would you make a documentary on or whatever. It's not Jeter in the in a runaway. I mean, if you want someone that's like a cartoon character, then you can go Nick Swisher, but he's not really like you know like. The man for the Yankees it was a four-year run, and he was awesome. Like Jeter, proud. Well, Jeter on SNL was pretty good, dressed up like a woman. And made yeah, some I jokes. mean it's Jeter. I mean he was an icon. He's it, he's it's, pretty charismatic. It's Jeter in a runaway. I mean Nick Swisher. I mean you wouldn't have to have microphones. You could just have like the natural audio come through. So that's a perk, I guess. But like, no, it's. It's Jeter in an absolute land. It's Derek Jeter. We're comparing someone to Michael Jordan, and you want to do it from the 90s on on the Yankees? There's one guy. Brian Bruni. Brian Bruni. Brian Hoke again. Okay. Next voicemail. Hey, um, John, what's your opinion on the Astros scandal during the World Series and the postseason? Uh, Thank you, man. I love you. Got any thoughts on it? It's a good question. I'll bow out. Yeah, it's a great, great question. And it's something I haven't fully gathered. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to. I don't want to just flippantly say anything that, you know, people will just. I'm going to have to really think about this and craft a response because I yeah. haven't. I haven't put anything out there yet, and I don't want to put anything out there until. It's final. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and map out my thoughts on the Astros cheating scandal and really have to, you know, gather all the information, sort it, and make sure that I feel comfortable enough 
voice in my opinion on the matter. So if if that if you're listening, uh, the guy who just called, call back in like two weeks and um, we'll see if I'm there yet. Yeah, that's the same same exact question. Yeah, and just see if I get there or not. Maybe the next week. Maybe this week. I would call back just to see. Yeah. Okay. Can't this hurt. is this next voicemail is the last one. All right, last voicemail. The last dance. Hmm. Hey, John Boy and Jake. This is Joe from Alabama. Because of the shortage of baseball and all other sports, I started to go back and look at past Yankees players. I just picked up Bill Pennington's book about Billy Martin and really enjoy it. What other books and or players would you recommend I look up next? Um, hope you're doing all right up there in New York City. Go Yanks. Bye. What was this caller's name? I want to say Bill. No, he's just reading Joe. Bill. Joe, thanks, Joe. Thanks for the call. And he, um, and he crosses Alabama. Alabama, I was going to say. Oh, whole, yeah, we got the whole South has called in now. The South will rise again as our friend. 32 feet of intestine. It's a country. Um, um, thanks for calling, Joe. Books. Thanks, me, thanks uh, for looking out for us as well. Let me slide back a little bit in my dad's office and see if there's any books here. We got uh, Monument Men, which I read half of and then gave to him. 50 Best Hikes in Connecticut. Looks like no baseball books down here. I probably took all of those to our office. Um, Joe Torrey's The Yankee Years is good. The Zimmer book is good. Um, there's one all about the Bronx Zoo after the 78 season that people say is really, really good. I haven't read it yet, though. I actually do. I actually have not read a lot of Yankee books like um, Boy, Boy of Summer for about Mantle is supposed to be good. Uh, I, I've read, you know, I've read Baby Bombers, um, David Cohen's book. Read David Cohen's yeah. book with Jack Curry. I, I, that one's great. I'll counter yours with I think you're in the top one percent of people who've read Yankees book in the world, so I, I don't. No, think I think I've only re- no no I think I've only well top one percent in, in the world. world. I mean, yeah, come on. but a Yankee fans, I don't think I'm I'm top in Yankee fans that there. read. Um, I'll follow up by saying I don't read. Um, but I do have two things I'd I'd like you to. You walk don't away read with. well. You don't read well. I have three things I'd like to walk away with. Uh, Joe. I thought that was a really well-delivered voicemail. You know, he had a nice rhythm going. It was planned, but not over-the-top planned. Really liked his voicemail rhythm. Good voicemail. Okay. Uh, two, remember when I told you one day I was randomly watching something on the Smithsonian about baseball? The only yeah. one I watched was about Hank Aaron. It was a really great watch. Go watch that. Okay. Um, All right. You know, covers, covers a lot of different timelines, and everything he went through is kind of insane when you look back at it. Um, three... I think the biggest flex in talking Yanks history, and you mentioned uh, David Cohn's book, was we talked to Jack Curry, who, you know what? We should get him on the show soon. Yeah. The the biggest flex in talking Yanks history was we casually asked Jack Curry, like, hey, you know, what what kind of book writing experience do you have? Um. Because we kind of assumed this was either like his first or he's written a few and we weren't familiar. And he goes, well, you, you might have heard of my first book, The the Life You Imagined, about Derek Jeter. And we're like, 
oh yeah, that book that was forced upon any child that liked the Yankees. Um, Every Yankee fan got that for Christmas. That 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 December. Yeah, um, it's like yep, you know Jack, I, Mr. Curry. I think I did hear about that book. Yeah. Um, did you hear about you know the piece I wrote in third grade about Clay Bellinger? Oh no. Okay, then cool. We're even. Mm-hmm. So. Both real good pieces of work. <laughs> Different angles. Yeah. Different angles, but both. Well, good. you you don't know because you kn- you didn't read the life you imagined. I think I did, dude. That was like big, bro. That was Jeter. That was Space Jam. Space Jam. Here's your chance. You're not gonna sing it. Do your dance. It's the Space Jam. Everyone tweet at Jack Curry and say, "Hey, loved your book," and add a picture of the life you imagined. <laughs> Staring at the blank, blank page, page before, before you. Open up the dirty window. Window, window, window. window. Uh, Thanks, that was everyone. The end of the voicemails. Yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, there was like big Yankee news, so I feel like some people were like, "How did you not talk about it?" Judge's girlfriend back in February got pulled over. Uh, got DUI. Number one, don't drink and drive. Incredibly stupid. Really dumb. Number two, TMZ sucks. Sucks. If you watch the video, she clearly did not want to drop Judge's name at all. She was just very drunk and saying, oh, my God, this is going to blow up. This is going to be crazy. You guys don't know who my boyfriend is. This is going to be so bad for him. Please don't let this footage get anywhere and stuff like that. Finally, the cops were like, well, who is he? And then she said his name, and then the cops um, give the footage to TMZ, which they can do. The TMZ can just look up, the, and then they post it. Yeah. And the uh, whole situation is stupid and shitty. I felt very invasive watching that video. I was, like, cringing. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this. But uh, don't drink and drive. It's dumb. Don't drink and drive. Um, yeah. Sucks. Not ideal. Not right, it, happened back in fe- it happened back in February, so... It's not so. It's not that really sucks for her. She's been sleeping on that for two months, three months. I have no idea no, what month it is. Knowing it was going to come out. Yeah, that sucks. It does. She never lights up. Oh. Not good. Staring at the blank page. Blank page before, before you open up the dirty window. Reaching for something in the distance. So close you can almost taste it. All right. Thank you guys very much for listening to the show today. We will be back on Friday. Got an with interview. Interview. Sp- and then hopefully we have some good baseball news the next time we talk to you guys. Boom. Bow, 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 bow. Yes, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Hope you had a fantastic Memorial Day. Hopefully we killed some time in the Tuesday after Memorial Day, which sucks for you. Uh, go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Let's 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 go Yankees.